Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, homie, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey, this is escape, then we're the pod. Get the Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod. I'm your host, Josh. Today, your co-host is Diego for another episode of Clone Wars Talk. And we're, we got some uh, some Clone Wars Talk about uh, numbers 97 through 100 on our chronological list. Episode 100. That's crazy. Um, season 5, episode 10, 11, 12, 13. Secret Weapons, A Sunny Day in the Void, Missing in Action, Point of No Return. All episodes part of the D-Squad R2-D2 arc. And we're going to be chatting about those with Diego. But uh, real quick, sorry about the technical difficulties. We're having some audio issues today, some echoing going on. Tried to clean it up as best as possible, but uh, this is what we got for you guys. Sorry about that. Uh, it'll be better for next time. But in the meantime, let's go meet Diego. Another happy landing. So, what did you think of this arc? Uh, very, very, very slow. Um, there, there was, there was one episode with a couple moments in it that were obviously the best in the uh, in the arc, but overall pretty slow. But kind of still, still cool. I mean, it's still Star Wars, but yeah, hard not to fall asleep on this one if I'm being honest. So first episode we got Secret Weapons, which is the tenth episode in season five now, and the Republic. Well, the Jedi have this plan to make make a, a little squad called D Squad with R two and a couple other droids, uh, BZ and uh, uh, QT and and whatnot. And uh, the idea is that they can uh, go aboard, uh, sneak aboard the Separatist dreadnought, and steal this encryption module to decode transmissions. I guess. I mean, uh, this one is uh, this one's kind of a cool little intro to the arc. Uh, the fortune cookie for this one is humility is the only defense against humiliation. Um, so mm, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of, I guess the first kind of cool thing that stood out for me was the um, all these R two units. They kind of go through a little. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a factory, but it's kind of like a, a station where they kind of. What we learn, they they get like upgrades, so they get you know specific uh, tasks given to them about the mission. One of them, I think it's B B Z. He gets his memory erased completely. Uh, R two gets like a, this. His jets, his jet boosters, like improved and all this sort of thing. Um, so it was cool to kind of see like, um, uh, you know how how they must get a lot of these upgrades on uh, upgrades on certain missions um but yeah um 
yeah actually it makes me wonder if um the the r2's r2's boosters because he doesn't have the boosters later on in the series like he like he's like in in episode five and you know four five and six kind of thing like he doesn't have his his jet engines so apparently i mean like these jet engines have an expiry on them after so long but it makes me wonder it's like oh well he's already like a pretty old droid at this point like he's been around prior to episode one so he's definitely over 10 years old kind of thing but it makes me wonder like if at this point his jet engines were expiring and now they've just been given extra life and now and then he's of course those will kind of expire by the time episode four rolls around 20 years from now but um i was like oh that's kind of cool because like we see him kind of effectively use his boosters in episode three like you know he takes down those battle droids and, and stuff with those and um yeah like you get some use out of them still but i thought that was kind of cool that they added in that function for him specifically because it's like oh yeah like that's kind of r2's thing like i think when when attack of the clones rolled around and everyone for the first time ever saw that r2d2 could fly I think there was a lot of fans out there going like, what the heck? Like, really? Like, he's got these? Like, <laughs> you know, no, he's never pulled these out before. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just another nod to kind of that little thing that he has that nobody else has had that uh, has always kind of, you know, surprised people. It's like, oh, okay, well, kind of recycling the same feature over again. But, you know, at least it's kind of, it's kind of his thing, you know, like the, the flying astromech stuff is kind of R2's thing. So. Yeah, um, that there's that other that other droid. Um, I forget his name, but uh, let's just call him the cocky droid. Um, he's got the number forty-seven stamped on him somewhere. Um, but he, um, you know, he, he he's funny because he he's kind of, you know, he thinks he's top shelf, right? And you know, he gets the ship caught in a tractor beam and stuff. Uh, and and he has like that that little mishap. But throughout this arc. Uh, he kind of has, he has his moments where he shines and he's like, okay, well, I have an idea. And the same thing with all the other droids. They have, they all, every character in this D squad, they have their moments where they kind of, they could have done this a bit better or they could have, you know, perhaps not done that at all. But then they all have their moments that's, you know, they they get the moment to shine. So it's kind of cool. Like as a team, they they really, they're pretty solid um, for, for what they are uh yeah yeah um i don't know is that that's pretty much the most that i got for this i mean i have one quote uh from from colonel there he he says uh last thing they'd expect is to be betrayed by another droid um you know in reference to uh, the b1s and b2s that they constantly run into um but yeah i mean uh, other than that i i got nothing on that one (laughs) like yeah 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 we saw the the encryption module being stolen in this episode by the end they like they ended up succeeding the mission but um that actually leads us into the next episode called a sunny day in the void and it's um an unfortunate situation because their shuttle crashes on planet abathar also known as the void and we see a very long kind of at least in my opinion, a very boring sequence of the droids and the general or the the corporal, <laughs> even I can't remember his name, um, uh, basically like wandering through this desert, uh, which is very similar kind of to episode four, 
very Tatooine style uh, R2 and C3PO wandering through the desert with a mission and have no idea where to go. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We got a Phantom Menace moment here where the mechs have to fix the the ship. You know, uh, that's that's exactly what astromechs are for. They're for for uh, space travel. You know, ast- astrogation and uh, repairs, and that's why they're called astromechs because they're actually they're basically like miniature mechanical engineers essentially that that you know fix stuff and uh they're over like all the time like you always see astromechs kind of weirdly enough surpass that of the expectations of others kind of thing they're always underrated i feel what not for fans of star wars that know r2d2 but i feel like in general in the star wars world everyone kind of underestimates the astromech droids yeah, I agree. I think that um, they they kind of get a bad uh, they they're not recognized as well as as some of the other droids. But it's funny, like they're it, it's so funny because on both sides you have um, all the Republic droids and all uh, the Separatist droids. You know, you got your B ones, Troidicas, B twos, all that stuff. They all um, they all have you know. The decent droids, then like the the underrated ones, the ones that are like you know elite, right? And then they have uh, things like B ones that are like you know mass produced, uh, horribly bad quality, right? Super dumb. It, yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, you know, so both sides. There's a whole lot of comedy with them. I mean, quite honestly, like the this arc, there's not a whole lot that's like wow, but there's there's a couple cool moments and they 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 put like a lot of that you know knee slapper slapstick kind of humor that george lucas uh famously likes um and he, he it's a it's apparently his arc but uh his favorite arc but um yeah i mean one thing the one thing that's kind of different from the norm is the opening uh theme you know the episodes are are, are blue um so i i guess that's that's kind of cool um yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to these to these episodes. I mean, no. there's kind of a, a deeper morale thing to them, uh, where they compare training versus programming. Like, there's this whole rivalry throughout all the episodes between the the corporal and uh, these droids because he's always kind of diminishing them for being just programmed robots. But in actual fact, like. I think what he doesn't realize is that like, even though they're programmed, like they're intelligent uh, creations, right? And like, they're, they're like, yeah, they're not organic life forms, but they're super smart. And like, that's because like smart people program them. So, so like, you know, I uh, whack uh, the, the little pit droid. Uh, he, you know, he, he's like, you know, the, the corporal basically says to him like, Oh yeah. Um, you know, we're, we we got my training, and my training is superior to your programming. And it's and and then you know, Wack is like, well, where'd you get your training? He's like, well, you know, my superiors trained me. And it's like, oh, so you were programmed too? And it's like, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, there's there's a whole bunch of back and forth with those guys. Um, but it, it's funny how they, um they both like those two in particular like did you notice how they kind of they 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 bought heads the most out of anyone else yeah they do. yeah they yeah. do in the whole d squad those two butt heads all the time but 
it's always those two uh, for the most part that are like at you know tr- trying to strive for that leader position r2 is very much like i compared him while we were watching the the episodes i compared him to anakin in the sense that when he sees like okay there's something that needs to be done he goes for it and he just doesn't muck around and just goes for it right so he takes, he takes leadership yeah definitely um yeah uh let's see actually that's a, that's a really good point because um in a new hope he's got that moment where he's like uh you know when that when him and 3po crash on tatooine he's like uh whistling to our it's 3po and it, we we get r2's translation through through 3po responding to him right and 3po's like what mission what are you talking about and then he's like and then just like rolls off and and then he's like well i'm going this way like where are you going he's like i'm going that way kind of thing and he's like okay forget it like like r2's got a mission and he's going for it right and um and it just it made me it made me think it's like oh yeah this is exactly the same thing happening here like r2 when he's got a mission he's like on it you know um and like right away he's like the first one to pick up the encryption module and just waves it in their faces he's like come on guys let's go and then just you know starts going for it um and it, yeah it's very kind of like three peels like you know not everyone knows the mission on this in the squad but i mean three po is like one of those characters he's not fully aware of what r2's plans are but you know he's hesitant to like accept r2 as leadership right he thinks he's the superior guy because three po has been programmed to mimic human behavior you know he was programmed to understand human behavior so he therefore also mimics it as well so 3PO is the kind of guy that's basically just well kind of droid like we we consider him a person um but but he's a droid as well right and even though he's programmed he's got the the particular programming to replicate what a human would do and the response between like him on acting on behalf of like R2's leadership, like his reaction to R2 taking leadership, as well as this corporal, they're both in the same shoes of being like, I don't want to give my leadership off to this astromech droid. Like, no way. Um, it, it's 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 funny you say that because um, they uh, they they that same relationship that uh that we see in the show, we see kind of between pretty much everyone that R2 kind of deals with droid wise. Right. Um, but yeah, he's very much like put your head down, get to it. And, and he's like the leader in the race, right? He, he, he got the the plans. He's like, okay, let's go. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're on this deserted planet, you know, they're, they're walking in circles and R2 says, you know, classic, classic example, you know, like they're in episode four and, 3PO wants to go one way and R2 wants to go the other way. R2 does pretty much the same thing. He goes this way. And then, you know, the, the Colonel says, Oh, well, why are we going to go that way? And then, you know, they, they eventually all follow suit and, and they, they end up going in circles. And then Colonel, the, the, the only, you know, organic life form, right. He sees, uh, you know, the t- classic typical, you know, mirage in the desert, because it's so hot, right? You know, they're in the middle of nowhere, no water, you know, and he's starting to go crazy. And he actually goes a little bit loopy. And then all the droids are like, well, I mean, when he dies, who's going to who's gonna lead, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those things as well. It's like it just goes to show um, that 
human behavior is is not exactly the most reliable thing right like it's it's uh it it very it's it's very clear that like it, you know it's ironic that this general the whole time is like ah oh, droids with programming like unreliable like all this and that you know just dissing them the whole time and then he gets to the point in the desert where he's just like losing it and the droids are the only ones quote unquote thinking straight like they're the only ones that have a a, a clear sense of what they're doing because they're programmed they they don't have the weak the 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 weakness of an organic body right like they don't they're not affected by the heat they're not affected by hunger or thirst so you know they're looking at this thing going like what is he doing like <laughs> like like they don't understand like what like he's actually like what he's going through because like they're completely different different things so it's it's like that's probably the most interesting part about this this whole arc is like you know just the the discussion that can come out of comparing like droid f life forms of some sort whatever you want to call them and humanoid people or humanoid uh intelligence of, of some kind right um so anyway uh we got we got the last thing i have for this one is we had an interesting cameo uh from jackson i got like a little story for you because jackson is this uh, character that came out of the original like 80s comics and uh, he is basically a rabbit with an orange space jumpsuit on he's a, he's a rabbit you know like Bugs Bunny kind of rabbit and um, Marvel had the license at the time before Dark Horse took it and then more recently when Disney bought Star Wars they gave it back to Marvel again because they own Marvel but um they yeah when what uh jackson kind of was, was this character that popped up for like a few issues i think uh i think it was the original marvel lineup but anyway um jackson like like they they basically had free reign over kind of what they did with star wars like it's, they weren't going to lucasfilm every other week with the issues that they made for star wars comics just to check them over and kind of thing right but i think once in a while like george would do his audit you know, it was a smaller company back in the day. So he would like pick up the Star Wars comics and like give them a read or whatever. So anyway, I like this is what I heard. He basically just calls up. He saw, he sees this Jackson character and he, and he calls up, you know, the Marvel, the people doing the Star Wars comics or whatever. And he's like, oh, oh yeah. And like, you know, things are going great and stuff. They're like, yeah, how's it going, George? And they're pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, cool comics. Just, just one thing. No Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Diego's laughing right now, but his mic is off. <laughs> he's uh, so yeah. He's like no Jackson, no Jackson. Um, so uh, they basically killed him off, or, or they they removed him from the comics, or I don't know what they did, but he he didn't show up after that. Anyway, for most fans, Jar Jar is kind of that kind of character, right? Like everyone wanted J.J. Abrams to kill off Jar Jar in the, the Force Awakens. They wanted to see some sort of gun gun skeleton or whatever but but uh but yeah for george lucas it's jackson so i think part of the reason maybe why this is his favorite arcs because he got the maybe throw in jackson skeleton in there just to throw a rock at all those those old hate ons for the old comics right because he hated the character so much that uh i i don't know maybe they thought it was a fun idea to put in the the skeleton of jackson in the background so that's what you see when you see the the skeleton in that that ship that they find when the the corporal goes crazy that that is uh the rabbit jackson from the old school comic yeah um an another cool moment in this episode uh 
so they're in the desert. You know, they they've they're past the point of the first mirage uh, that uh, the colonel sees, and they're like, you know, they're starting to think, okay, are we just going in circles? What's going on? Then, uh, you know, there, there's a, a let's call them a flock of birds uh, that that come running out of nowhere, like in the hundreds, right? And like picture like that moment in Jurassic Park when we see them, right, running through the fields and every every run, dinosaur is running away from whatever uh and you know they get picked up um but they actually split up the team so uh r2 and the rest of those droids they they went on their own way and the colonel and uh what's his name mac or hack uh, uh whack. whack yeah okay whack um yeah, Whack, him and Whack are, are, are together, and they're on these birds, and they see in the distance uh, a, a, some sort of civilization, like a little town, right? Um, and then, you know, the colonel says, is, is that, is that uh, like some sort of life form, or is that, is that you know, is it, am I seeing what I'm seeing? And, and, and Whack says, yeah, I, I, think, I think it is. And they end up there, they, they get, uh, you know, colonel gets some water, because they, they go to like this little, pond let's call it and you know the birds are drinking from there they go into this um town and they um they they, they it kind of stops the episode there but um they they catch up with the other droids uh and it, it leads us into the next episode uh missing in action yeah so what's the fortune cookie on this one um a soldier's most powerful weapon is courage uh, and and that particular quote super super relative to one of the characters we've come across in this episode. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what um, what wh- what did you notice um, for this one? Um, yeah. So, uh, I guess first off, uh, I mean, like they're they're kind of wandering through this town that you mentioned about, and uh, you know they 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 find a diner. So they walk in and right away, like I, I, I like Star Wars diners. Star Wars diners are always like a, I mean, we've brought it up before. Like there's been a cool diner that Anakin and Ahsoka stopped in at. The one that Savage Press was kind of, you know, jumping up and, uh, the, you know, there's there's some cantinas and diners are just a thing of Star Wars, like super authentic. And and we go into this diner and like right away, the 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 head chef or whatever, I forget his name now you know, has the classic lines, like, we don't serve your kind here, you know, and man, like, I was like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> it's like, it's like classic Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's funny because that, that scene we get introduced to, um, uh, you know, the, this, this diner owner and they get kicked out. Right. Cause uh, you know, we have, whack and we have the colonel they walk in and the colonel you know introduces himself you know hands behind back all high and mighty right uh and he's like uh thinks he can get a free meal from being a republic yeah, officer yeah exactly exactly and he's like i am this of the republic and i you know I, I would just i would you know appreciate a meal and all that stuff and then you know they get they get the boot um but it, it was funny because you know this dirty like middle nowhere diner like cockroaches from that planet right uh <laughs> like a scummy restaurant turns into a death threat uh and that was pretty funny um you know but uh the the colonel uh and 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 whack they they 
they go around the back of this you know scummy diner and 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 colonel's like okay i'm dying here i need some food right so <laughs> the wax says uh you know why don't you eat this stuff and and he's like this isn't a meal this is garbage right and you can see like flies are flying off of this stuff it's just rotten cockroaches yeah cockroaches and like you know just oh, old food right um and he's about he's about to kind of like dig in but then they kind of run into um what you know this character named uh gregor uh and we learn uh eventually that uh this used to be a clone but not just any clone a pretty elite clone uh he was um he was a a commando clone so um yeah it was, it was, it was pretty yeah cool. how, tell us a little about clone commandos yeah so um you know they uh this if if you guys remember the game what's it called uh republic commando um you know that that clone the ones that are in groups of four and stuff uh they uh what you see in that game is what we eventually see with the armor and the voice of this character uh gregor so basically they they run into him again and gregor Gregor uh, asks his boss, you know, where did I come from and all this stuff? And he says, um, oh, you know, he, he asks him about clones and then he gets shut down right away. Um, and then, he, you know, the boss says, I don't want to ever hear about clones ever again. And the, um, the clone, Gregor, he's like, you can see in his face, he's like, ah, well, like, what's going on? Like, who am I? Uh, and then they eventually run into the colonel and all the droids again, and they, they, they scan his wrist. They tell him all his history. You know, he was uh, on this battle that was like, I think they quoted it as like the most devastating loss in, in the war. Um, yeah. And then he starts to recall something from his past. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it's in that, that, um, you know, as they scan him, they they kind of they bring him back up to speed of like, okay, this is this is the 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 squadron you were in. You were a pretty elite soldier. You know, this is your past. And then he's like, okay. And then it cuts away to the next scene. He's got a clone haircut. Uh, his voice changes, interestingly enough. And then they go back to the diner, and then. Uh, they got all his gear from the boss and then, you know, they go on their way to find, um, that, um, uh, his, his stuff. Yeah. They, they get all his stuff back. Uh, and they end up going to this, uh, kind of landing post where there's a ship where they can actually escape on. Uh, and it's full of this, uh, you know, um, super, uh, radioactive material. I think it was like, uh uranium or radonium that's it yeah uh and you know they they kind of have to fight their way to to get onto the ship but uh, being a you know republic commando trooper um like just insane like one guy and he takes down at at least a a hundred droids at least you know in this little battle sequence that unfortunately lasts like what maybe seven minutes if that maybe um but yeah i mean he he, he takes down everyone and in true uh, you know hi, uh, highest elite of the elite 
soldier fashion, he, you know, sacrifices himself and he says, don't worry about me. I'll, I'll find my own way. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I'll find my way home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly. And that, that's the rest of the episode. But actually what I really like about, about Gregor, cause he, Gregor's, <laughs> Gregor is one of my favorite clones. And even though he ever shows up like this one time, um, his sacrifice is actually, I don't know, like it's so meaningful. And even though we only get like, like 10 minutes of the guy, like it's, it's, um, it's really cool. Like, it's just like, man, like that is what the clones are for. Like they are for fighting and dying in this war. And this is a thing that's come up time and time again. And, uh, Gregor is, is almost like, it's a sad, it's a sad character because not only has he forgotten kind of who he was, but when he finally rediscovers who he is, um, he has to lay down his life. Right. And, um, he's a bit like Luke because these droids just show up out of nowhere, out of the desert. And, you know, his life has kind of changed from that moment. It's very similar to Luke. Like, like these droids show up in the desert out of nowhere and they changed his life. Right. And, uh, for Gregor, uh, he has this little line where he tells his boss, once he gets all stuff back from, from the, from the diner, his you know, evil boss kind of gives it all back to him and stuff. Um, he, uh, he says, uh, he says this line, it says, um, simple isn't good enough for me anymore. Right. And it's like, man, like that is so true. Like, like he's been living the boringest, stupidest, simplest life. And he's meant for so much more than that. And, uh, even though the, the even just the sadness of, a, of, and the purpose of the clones are kind of a sad thing in general, like being this captain of this elite clone trooper squad and having to live with this amnesia or whatever and and just kind of realizing that this entire time his boss has just been using him as like a slave like this is almost even worse than you know what like i don't know it's just it's just it's so terrible right and then and then um and he's like yeah like simple isn't good enough for me anymore like i'm out of here like i'm gonna do like what i was born to do and then off the bat just does exactly that like allows the droids to get on that ship and stop the uh stop the plans that were in place for for this meeting and it's kind of a round circle moment because so that leads us into the plot of the next episode which is a point of no return um where we realize that this giant republic cruiser is uh, a bit of a trap Mm -hmm. um so yeah the the next one uh is uh hold on fortune cookie um point of no return so uh you must trust in others otherwise success is impossible um and that uh that is very relative to i would say this episode and um and and I, I don't know. I can't really come. I can't really say it's all that relative to the last one, but, um, but yeah, I mean, what, what was, uh, what was, um, something that stuck, stuck out to you, uh, in this one? Um, yeah. So this one, well, first off, like we got the first kind of canonical appearance of the buzz droids. So that was really cool. Um, yeah. it, it, it they're they're the little ones that kind of have the two they're like in a ball and they open up and there's like a little spider they have these like uh two let's call them ears yeah they were the first uh for well i mean we saw them 
technically we saw them first in episode three, but I mean, if you're doing this all in order, like this is the first time that they show up in the Clone Wars and it kind of, it signifies we're definitely close to the end of the Clone War. They meet some stowaway droids on this big cruiser. It turns out that this cruiser is like rigged with Rhydonium, like enough to blow up the space station and the entire Republic fleet, basically, because there's a big strategy conference happening. And it turns out like this is all round circles. So it turns out that Anakin and Obi-Wan, all the people that were in the room when they sent D squad on this mission three episodes ago, uh, they're all supposed to be at this conference. So not only are they going to kill like everybody there, but but there, it's going to be a devastating hit against the Republic, right? So like everyone is is basically all the droids are like, hey, we got to do something about this because you know we can't let this happen. I mean, and and if if it was successful, like that mission would you know, like you said, it'd be a huge hit for for the Republic, but. Um, yeah, I mean, what what I what I liked is how you know, as as they're on this ship, it's it's what seems as a you know, a Republic star destroyer, right? And they they're kind of making their way through the ship, and they see um, a bunch of uh, colonels in this uh, in, in the same classic uniforms that we see uh, in the original films, which is you know, eventually turns into uh, you know people of the galactic empire but um yeah i mean uh one one cool sequence um in that was uh we get to see r2d2's uh oil and fire trick from episode three um yeah i i like that uh but um you know when they're when they're walking onto this ship uh the colonel he goes to hand over the plans to one of these guys right but as he places it in his hands, it kind of just disappears and it turns into a hologram and, and they start to notice everyone's a hologram. And then they're like, wait, what's going on? And then, you know, we see a couple B ones and that, that general droid, I forget his name all the time, but um, you know, and, and they quickly realize, Oh, well, this is, this is a, <laughs> this is, this is a hoax. You know, this is a, this is a, 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 a republic ship that's been taken over by the separatists uh and it's a sham to to kind of destroy them and then of course they they do everything to stop it um but r2 uh was was you know was the hero in this right um and i i think where that quote where the uh, fortune cookie kind of ties in with this episode is as the other droids and you know hack um and the uh the colonel and the other guys they're they're trying to leave uh and and the colonel says no we have to go back um and and i think i think whack says um you know r2 r2 will be fine did you say that i can't remember but um yeah yeah, yeah like he they 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 escape, and then you know R two's left with fighting this one droid who's who's armed this bomb, ready to go off, and you know R two kind of speeds up the process, and <laughs> the the droid he's fighting against says, "No, it's too soon," um, and the 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 ship explodes, right? And then Anakin is on the other Star Destroyer, and he he says, "You know, where's R two?" R2 and the other guys say, Oh, well, sadly he was lost in battle. And he says, I want, I want, you know, salvage ships, you know, out there immediately. Yeah. This is the second time that we've had, um, R2 lost in battle like this, like, like this happened, like in the first season roughly, like where, where R2 was lost and Anakin was insistent on finding him. Right. 
So this is the second time now that that he's been in that scenario and Anakin has been super demanding is like, hey, where's R2? Get a crew out there. Let's find him like right now kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and 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 you can definitely see he's he's like you know super worried. I mean, this is a droid he's been with like for forever, right? Um, and you know they find him, uh, and I initially thought like, obviously I I knew like when the when the ship blew up like he R it's not gone, right? He's not done. But like I was curious as to what would be left. I thought it would be just a, the headpiece, but no, it was um, you know basically his one leg one let's call it leg is gone uh and he's kind of like you know wires are hanging out and he's he's messed up right so they they get him back um cuz one of these uh one of these uh you know men in uniform from the uh republic they see they see R2 kind of just floating and then they 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 find him they bring him back and then they piece him back together uh, and I think it was Colonel. He said, "You know, you're you're the hero of this mission." Um, and yeah, I, that was a that, that was a cool moment because you know R two has uh, countless moments where he just you know saves the day, uh, and he's he's always been you know that the hero when it comes to when it comes to droids. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great that, yeah, and and he's always he's that one loyal friend that's just kind of always there when you need him and this kind of brings me back to a line that anakin says when he's on the space station he's like uh where's r2 when i need him and it's when that star destroyer is like whipping in fast and they don't know yet that it's a bomb and uh and i'm thinking to myself like man no 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 he's exactly where you need him right now r2 is on that ship like r2 is going to save your life buddy like he's exactly where you need him and anakin of course doesn't know this at the time so but but it's it just constantly kind of puts it in your face is like hey r2 he's that guy he's gonna always be there when you need him he's always gonna be there to save your life and he always is the the one to save the day like every time you know it's like he's he's an attack of the clones he's uh he's saving padme's life and then and uh and uh, episode one he saves the naboo the royal naboo ship he saves all their lives on that when he gets the shields back online and uh in episode three like he's you know like he, he's always he's always the droid to kind of save the day. And, uh, and this arc really kind of puts that on a pedestal and just, you know, it, it's for fans of R2-D2, this entire arc. And I think maybe why George Lucas likes it so much, aside from killing off Jackson, is, <laughs> is, um, is that it does do that. Like it puts R2 on the spotlight. And unlike the last time we had a droid arc, which was the two episodes with, R2 and 3PO, the one that you fell asleep in. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's uh what, what that, one, that one was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is pretty rough. Um that that one uh with 3PO and R2 is I don't know if uh, that do you think that one's slower? Uh well I, I'd say so. I mean that one put me to sleep. I was at least able to stay up through this one. So well this one is like twice as long too it's four episodes so um yeah so i mean there's that but uh but i do actually enjoy this one more and and i think i th- I don't know maybe it's a combination of things it might be like gregor it might be the fact that r2 is in the spotlight i i like r2 don't tell Anthony daniels this but i like r2 more than 3po uh yeah i i mean for me like i would say that uh those two are really a team, but, uh, you know, in reality, when it comes down to, you know, 
I, I would I would probably I, I I'd agree with you on that because you know R2 he's like you said he's the one who gets the job done and he's he saves your grill at the end of everything right uh, and 3PO he ha he has his moments but it, they're not as you know they're not they don't shine as bright as uh, R2's because you know you don't you don't see 3PO putting the ray shields back on and uh, and uh, you know stopping your ship from being exploded or, or blown up or anything like that but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's it for, for us, but... Um, yeah. yeah, finishes up. Yeah, I mean, thanks so much for tuning in, as always, guys. And, you know, comments, questions, or concerns, please, uh, you know, hit us up on Twitter, email us, whatever. And, you know, if you can hook us up with that five-star rating, that would be most appreciated. And, you know, stay tuned for the next one. All right, thanks, Diego, for coming back on the show. And thanks to all you guys listening out there. I know it's a crazy long series going on right now with the Clone Wars talk. We're going to get back to some some other variation in the episodes, but we're having fun binging this right now. So we're going to we're gonna stick with it until we're finished this show. And uh, there's a lot more to... There's there's not that much more to get through, but there's, there's a lot to cover. So we're going to have maybe... Uh, I'm going to estimate... 10 to 12 more Clone Wars talk parts just just like off the top of my head that's roughly about it but um, yeah hopefully if you guys can just send us some feedback to our Twitter feed or uh, shoot a voice memo to our email just like let us know how you're doing I know you guys are listening out there we're we getting some pretty steady numbers but um, if you can do us a huge favor by sharing this show to uh, a friend just send them your favorite episode uh, let us know what your favorite episode is like that we've ever done because it actually helps me uh, plan out what kind of material you guys like to listen to and, and what kind of format you guys like and, and all that stuff. Uh, I know not every episode is perfect and you know depending on the conversation it might intrigue you, it might not. So uh, that kind of feedback is super helpful and uh, if you're able to send that through that would be awesome. That being said, uh, catch us next time we're chatting about uh the the second last episode arc in the clone wars and it's covering uh where we picked up with uh darth maul and savage oppress so that'll be really cool and we're looking forward to having diego back for that as well so may the force be with you all and we will see you next time <laughs>